Today is Friday, March the 5th, 2021, and you're listening to A Minute with Pastor Mark. We are in Luke chapter 2 today. There is probably not a more quoted chapter or more read chapter in all of the New Testament than Luke chapter 2, because when you think about it, there are very few chapters that deal specifically with the birth of Jesus Christ. Matthew does a little bit, Luke does for a couple of chapters, but next next chapter or next week when we get into Luke chapter 3, we move into his adult ministry. So there are a few only a few verses about it and Luke has one of them. And so I would say that almost every church in America during Christmas probably reads Luke chapter 2 and not just churches in America but churches all over the world. So the first 7 verses record for us the birth of Jesus. We learn that he was born in Bethlehem, that he was wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. We also learn in this chapter that the first people to get the word that the Messiah had been born were shepherds, lowly shepherds that were out in a field and We see their response to the news that the Messiah has been born. And so it's a great chapter. There's a lot of great stories. Another kind of two characters that are prevalent in this chapter are two older people named Simeon and Anna. Simeon was told by the Holy Spirit that he would see the Messiah before he died. And so he sees this fulfillment when Jesus comes to the temple to be circumcised. What I wanted to focus on today was what happens at the end of the chapter. So Luke is unique in that Luke is the only one of the Gospels that gives us any information about Jesus as a kid. So when we come to the end of this chapter, Jesus is 12 years old. And it's a unique story because we basically, we get his birth, we get what happens to him when he's circumcised, when he's eight eight days old, and then we get this story when he's 12. Jesus and his parents go to Jerusalem, and and when they get to Jerusalem, uh, they participate in the Feast of the Passover, and then they head back home. But they forget Jesus in Jerusalem. They lose track of him. So they get a day's journey out, and they realize that Jesus isn't with them, so they take the day's trip back. Then they spend the whole third day looking for him, and finally they find him in the temple. And this is where when Mary finally gets to Jesus, it says in verse 48, so when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. I think this is significant because one, it is the only time where we read anything about Jesus in his childhood, but Jesus is 12 now. And so they have been around him for the last 12 years. And it's easy for us to be critical of Joseph and Mary because they lost track of Jesus. How do you lose track of the son of God? But that is often how it is with relationships, that relationships don't end because of some dramatic event as much as they just kind of fade away. And it's very easy for us to do that with our relationships. We just don't take the steps necessary to stay close to people. And so we just look back after years and realize we've grown farther and farther apart. It's easy to not only do that in our personal relationships, but it's also easy to do that in our relationship with Christ, where we just 
kind of grow distant from Christ because we're, we're not spending time with Him. The same thing that makes relationships strong in the flesh is also what makes relationships strong in the spirit, which means that if we want to get close to Jesus, we got to spend time with Jesus. How do we spend time with him? Through the word of God, through prayer. We connect with him that way. So before we're too critical of Joseph and Mary for losing track of Jesus, let's kind of examine our own hearts. and. Maybe you've been saved for a while, maybe you've known Jesus for a while, but are you spending time with him? And if not, this is a great weekend to start over. You know, it is the weekend where Sunday's coming up. This is where we go to church. We have this opportunity to worship Jesus. Don't neglect church this weekend. Don't neglect time in the word this weekend. Don't neglect time in prayer because spending time with God through doing these, these different things helps us stay connected and close to Jesus. So, Lord, thank you for your word and thank you for this little story. And I pray that we'd learn from it and learn how easy it is the longer we're with you to kind of take you for granted and, and not keep track of you. Because we know if we feel distance from you, it's not you that's moved, it's us. So help us to draw close to you knowing that you will draw close to us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.